Hi, welcome to the Whole Therapist Podcast. We're leaving out the theorizing and exploring this strange phenomenon of being a human and a therapist. I'm Kelly, licensed marriage and family therapist, working in private practice settings as a clinician and a clinical supervisor in the Denver metro area. And I'm Abby. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the owner of a group practice in the Denver metro area. Kelly and I are both registered play therapists, supervisors, and EMDR certified. So we're both therapists, but this is not therapy. And we're both supervisors, but this is not supervision. This podcast is purely for fun. So for any ethical concerns on your caseload, please refer to your state laws and licensing boards. And please remember to follow The Whole Therapist on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening station. For more resources, blogs, and consultation opportunities, visit wholetherapistinstitute.com. So come join our conversation while we explore the embodied experience of neuroscience and authenticity in the therapy room. Hi, welcome to The Whole Therapist Podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Abby. Welcome to today's show. We are recording a couple different episodes today, and we're starting with a funny, not serious one, because Abby and I are both (laughs) feeling really dysregulated. I'm just going to take a couple breaths here. Yes. There's actually a lot going on for us today. First of all, we are in an office that's quite cold. It's freezing. Normally, it's actually really hot, like a sauna. So we had no idea. We have iced tea instead of hot tea. I'm like wrapped up in Kelly's sheep-like blanket here. She's curled up with her jacket on. (laughs) It's barely a jacket. It's like a windbreaker. And I've got flip-flops on. Um, I also, for the first time before coming here to record, went to like a waxing place. And so I've just been amped up all morning for it. And actually... was anticlimactic and not a big deal, but I think my nervous system is just starting to come down from like, oh, you were fine. You were safe. It wasn't a big deal. Right. Yes. And then I got Botox for my migraines the other day, and I'm still highly mobilized about toxins being in my face. Like I didn't own Clorox until the pandemic. I didn't know that. That's yes. You can just start putting me in a box right now. I washed my hair with apple cider vinegar through college. Wow. Remember I got face wash for the first time this year? Oh, I do. So like I'm not a Botox person. Yeah. But compared to the side effects that the medications could give me, Mm -hmm. my neurologist recommended it. It's covered by insurance. Wow. I also can't look angry. Yeah, I did have Abby show me that. It's true. Oh, no. Her husband said it, and I agree. She just looks really worried. I look worried. I can't look angry, so maybe it'll improve our marriage. I'm not sure. (laughs) I can't give him the stink eye the way I want to. (laughs) She won't be running any social skills Uh, for kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, no. I wonder how that will come up in the playroom. Yeah. So I'm a little mobilized also. But we did, I think, want to talk a little bit about this idea that we always need a backup plan, an exit route, exit strategy. Yeah. Exit route. Sure. sure. With our field meaning, and who was it? Was it Glennon Doyle? Someone had this language around falling in love and then the landing in love. There's something around like falling into relationship with this field. And then the landing now that we're settled in the field, you know, so there are just some days it's quite bumpy. So I need an exit plan. Yes. (laughs) I just had a burst of insights when you just said all that. Okay, good. I'm just thinking about, this is a beautiful way to compare this, like entering into a new relationship with something, yeah, like falling in love versus landing. I just had a session with my therapist about this. 
crazy. I was talking to her, you know, when I first started doing therapy with her, I said to her, my biggest fear of I'm doing somatic work Mm -hmm. is slowing down. I don't, I'm afraid that like, if I do this work with you, I'm going to slow down. Yeah. And I don't want to slow down. I like doing all the things that I'm doing right now. I will say, um, spoiler alert, at the end of the session, it came out that I'm in fact still not slowing down. (laughs) Um, I thought I was, but then we named all these things. I'm like, oh yeah, I actually haven't slowed down. But I remember when I was kind of falling in love with the field, right? Just couldn't be satiated with like the amount of books and trainings and meeting people and networking. And I know that some people would make comments about like, oh, well, just wait until you have a family and kids or Mm -hmm. um, wait until you've done this long enough, which reminds me of like, even as a new couple. Yeah. Like, oh, you'll All the see. predictions. You yeah. won't want to cuddle as much or you'll see you want to be sleeping in separate beds. And I will say that some of those things came true and some of those things are not true in regards to my personal relationship. Yes. <laughs> but I have recently begun to feel you and I were doing a little group thing for the Dan Siegel. Mm, yeah. And I remember one of the group members where she's taking this training, another one. Yeah. Reading. And I was so jealous. I was like, oh, I'm just so jealous that like you're making all these connections. You're so involved in all of this. And while I'm jealous, I don't have any desire. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, I'm not burnt out. I just like am not falling in love. And she's new, right? So she's new to the field. And so I was talking to my therapist. I was like crying about it. Mm. I was so sad. I was like, I want to be in that spot. And then I like named her all the trainings that I'm doing and coming up. And she's like, right. You are doing a lot still. <laughs> but it's but that's so interesting because it's not about the doing, right? Like your left brain is thinking, oh, I want to do all of those things. But it's not about the doing. It's like the feeling about. Mm-hmm. You want to feel the way about the field yes. that it did when we were also pre-licensed, like this person and just mm-hmm. soaking in everything. Yeah. And yet that's just not how any relationship works. Yeah. So to radically accept where we are. Mm-hmm. In knowing you, I mean, even right now, you're quite settled now yeah. and love talking about these things. There's a love for the field, mm-hmm. but there's not the same honeymoon falling in love. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. mature love. Yeah. And it's, I yeah. was just telling, um, gosh, I don't know, it was a client or somebody else. They're talking about these like first kind of fights or ruptures. I'm like, it just means that your relationship has gone to a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm just like in a deeper level of the field at this yeah. point. Maybe it's this piece of like slowing down, refining skills. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I can also then I think back to the topic of this podcast is I can sit in a regulated spot thinking about what else I would like to be other than a therapist, knowing Mm. like securely I am a therapist. I can think about another option and know that I'm secure in my identity as a therapist. Yes. Just as a relationship. Yeah. But like my partner and I this year will have been together for nine years and we both have conversations about, sure, like I might see somebody and be like, I wonder what it'd be like to be in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Or I can securely think about, oh, I really miss like the dating life and like the the fun stuff like that. And we can talk about that because we're secure in the identity of our relationship. Yes. And how healthy, because it would be different to the fantasy. I guess if we're making that metaphor, there's some like fantasy around having another partner from a place of insecurity. Yes. Feels so different. And I'm thinking about this field. I remember... <laughs> driving two, two and a half hours for in-home 
family therapy and just on the way passing every Starbucks being like, I'm going to be a barista. Forget this. (laughs) And that is so different to be at this place of not quite secure with your profession. Like I need a way out. I need to get out of here. I need something else. Mm -hmm. And I needed that too. I needed to to know I had a choice Mm -hmm. in the hard moments. I think that can still come up even where we are now, but it feels different. It's more like I really may pursue horticulture one day. Like I really might do that while loving being a therapist. There might be a time where that season is over and that's okay. That feels very different than this Hail Mary, where's the application for Starbucks? (laughs) (laughs) Get me out of (laughs) here. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm also just imagining you being a master gardener. Oh, (laughs) and how like that is therapy in itself. You're just giving plants therapy. Here we go. They have been around longer than us. So it feels, and they'll be here longer than us. Yeah. It's funny how we center humans so much on the earth. Mm -hmm. Like everything revolves around humanity. It's like, well, actually the earth was doing just fine before and maybe after. Well, we saw that during the first parts of COVID. Yes. Yeah. Like how it just flourished without us. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, even as you're talking, it's reminding me of why I stayed in the restaurant business so long. Right. Like I needed to know I had an out as like a safety net. Totally. If this doesn't work out, if I can't be who I want to be, I have been in, you know, I think I've said before on a podcast, my family owned restaurants growing up and like by age nine, you start busing tables. So I've been in the industry since age nine and didn't leave the industry until last May. Mm. Uh, And as we're talking, I'm, I'm really just kind of noticing like, oh, that's because... I just needed to know that there was something else I could do. Yeah. Well, there was such security and familiarity Yes, in that. Mm-hmm. And then when there's enough security with this field, then we can like move into this other space. Yeah. It's not that you might not ever own your own restaurant one day. Yeah. I mean, maybe you won't. I don't know. No, but I won't. <laughs> but it's like, really hard work. it's not going to be, yes, I can only imagine. It's not going to be out of scarcity. No, of course anymore. not. Yeah. If I was going to do anything, I'd be an astronaut. <sighs> I wanted to be an astronaut as a kid. I know. As a female though, in a very small town, I was told that that wasn't for girls. That makes me so sad. Yeah. You'd be a fantastic astronaut. Yeah. I would like to do that. But now it seems like a, a little ridiculous when you think about like Bezos and like, well, you're not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to, an astronaut's different than just like flying a really like say. phallic shaped ship <laughs> and look at the stars and come back down. We'll do like a vulva shaped uh, astronaut. <laughs> and that's, the one. that's the one that you can take into space. I think being an astronaut is quite different than being just the richest man in the world and taking a joy ride. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Or like I, there is a purpose to being yes, an astronaut. like yeah. exploration and... It's not total waste of money. And wonder. Like there's so much to know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. You could still do it. I still am obsessed with space. I love it. I just love thinking about it so much. And I always am thinking about... It's infin- infinite. Yeah. There's like... Right. Where, where this stops, there is like another side to it. Just like keeps going. Yeah. Right. It feels sometimes when we talk about it, like you're on an acid trip, right? It's just so <laughs> interesting to talk about space. Mm, I think that there's something around wanting to be an astronaut and the wonder and awe and infinity and like not knowing mm-hmm. um, that is still applicable to why you love what we do as a therapist too. Mm-hmm. Like there's 
always something to learn. Yes. We don't know where the session's going. Right. And I wonder if humans are like kind of infinitely incredible and complex. And I don't know. They have to be just as complex as like the solar mm-hmm. system. Yes. Because this is why like being present and letting go yeah. is so much more helpful in sessions right. than having this very structured protocol because of the complexity to it. Yeah. Obviously, I've maybe not obvious to all of you, but I've not been to outer space. <laughs> but I have to imagine. Yeah. That there's this piece of just letting go. Like you can do everything in your power for years to prepare. Mm-hmm. And then you don't you don't actually know. And I'm thinking about, we'll have to cite it better because I don't remember it. I don't have it in front of me. How the number of neuron connections in your in one human's brain is greater than all the stars in the known universe. No. Yeah. Wow. It's in Rick Hansen's book. Mm-hmm. And Frank Wilczek talks about that too, like the infinity within mm-hmm. and and out. So mm-hmm. there's something probably really related. Even as we're talking about this episode, whatever you dream of being, if it were not a therapist, is exactly still why you're in the field. Yeah. I'm I mean, not shitting on baristas. I just would never want to be one for real, I don't think. No, that's just the same reason I got out of the <laughs> restaurant industry. It's yes. really hard work. And yes. customer service, yes. while we provide a level of customer service and therapy, it's different. customer service oh. is just so hard. But yeah, yeah, so what would you be? You know, I don't know. Probably something around horticulture. I mean, I'd want to have my hands like in the dirt. Mm-hmm. So something around permaculture, horticulture, that doesn't feel like work to me. It is hard work. But there's something so enlivening about learning how to grow and sustain things in a way that can continue on for generations. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I always thought about being like a teacher, Hmm. but not not in a high school. Like, I mean, that's why I don't see teenagers. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. I'm like, I don't have thick enough skin, so maybe teaching teaching like adults something around plants. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense to me based on what I know about you and like the therapy that you do, right? Like this very like gentle tending to, Mm. right? There's a patience about you with your clients that you see and like knowing that sometimes we have to trim here for it to grow here. Mm. And sure. um, So just as you were saying, maybe the things that we think about doing outside still relate to like our identity as a therapist. I think I love that idea, even as we're verbally processing it, because then it feels all connected. Mm -hmm. But you are an astronaut. Or like, I am a gardener in that way. As you're saying that, I'm also just chuckling at you wanting to do something that's very grounded and Mm. me wanting to do the opposite of this like very (laughs) expansive up in the air. Like we're total Uh, opposites. Yes. As far as like the physical job that we would be doing. That's amazing, actually. I think we've said that too. I used to want to be an astronaut, but I was getting too tall and I was so panicked because oh. you can't be more than like six one, oh. and I'm five ten and a half. <laughs> I never even got to that far of the research about it. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's really, maybe they've changed it now. Yeah. That was how it was. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder if you, the listener can sit with what you would do if it weren't therapy in a settled way. I mean, you can have your get me out of here plan also. I support that. Mm -hmm. But if you had to really sit with it, what else would you do that feels sacred? And is there a part of you that needs to believe that maybe one day that could happen? All right, whenever you're ready. What are we doing? I think we're doing the career one because we're kind of like not in a we're not in a serious mood. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) 